Welcome to the Superconscious Success Podcast, where Jen and her Superconscious Success family co-hosts bring you valuable content each and every week on topics relating to manifestation, spirituality, and most of all, using your superconscious to manifest success in all areas of your life. Now on to today's episode. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam. Welcome back to another episode of the Superconscious Success Podcast. Today, I have a real treat for you. Today, I'm interviewing an animal communicator and spirit channeler, and I am super excited because on today's show, we're going to be talking to Sue Pike. Now, Sue's not only an animal communicator, but she also practices Reiki, both on humans and on animals. Now, I'm going to give you a bit of a long introduction to her, but I think that what she's done is actually quite remarkable. So I'm going to get started and then we can go and talk to Sue and and get a little bit more insight into who she is. So Sue can simply send and receive messages to and from animals. She can do this with living animals or with those who passed into the spirit form. Now, most of her sessions are done remotely from a distance with the same consistent results. She does travel for certain special circumstances. Now, animals, they often love to do Reiki. They actually love to receive Reiki and Sue will include it in the session if the animal wishes for it to happen and she does this remotely too. Now her mission in life is to give a voice to as many of our animal friends as possible. I've got two puppies myself and I absolutely adore them and I've got some questions I want to ask Sue as we go through this about my dogs as well. So Um, Sue has actually been seen on UK's This Morning Show, Pix11 News New York, Good Day New York, Positive Energy TV, Late Night with Seth Meyers, and she featured in the article in the New York Times March 2007, as well as many other publications, all related to her animal communication work. Now, she does do an interview every third Thursday of the month on Elive's ultrasound show, where she shares powerful and timely channeled messages she receives from various animal realms. Now, the show show airs from 10 p.m. to 12 midnight Eastern Standard Time, and Sue goes on around 10.15. She'll go into that a little bit more as we move through the show. But as a medium or a spirit channeler, Sue can connect with guides from many spiritual realms, including the angels and the archangels, the ascended masters, the elementals, ocean spirits, and even the ETs, and so much more. Now, this gift can assist the people she helps with their soul evolution and in finding ways to improve their livelihood and their well-being. She also uses this gift in her animal communication sessions to communicate with the animal spirit guides, especially if the animal's in a bit of a distracted or a distressed state. So she can still receive information for the highest good. She does so much more and I'm so excited to be talking to her today. So Sue, how are you doing? Hi, Jen. Thank you so much for having me. That was quite an introduction. And that was just that was just a part of it. (laughs) That was was just the start of it. You have you have done so much in in your life. And I'm so um, honored and blessed. I have to say, I just um, I'm very honored. And I have to say, when I was a little girl, I loved animals. And it's just funny to me all these years later, because, you know, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. But all it just kind of came full circle. And now working with animals, it's just uh, makes my heart really happy. 
So yeah, anyway, I bet thank it you does. so much for having me on. And I want to thank you for your work and everything that you do for people. So I really am grateful for your service. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for that. And um, I, I want to go into a little bit, like I said, I've got some questions I want to ask you about my dogs a bit later, but I want you to go through, how did you get involved in this? You've always loved animals, but you don't just deal with the animals. You also deal with the spiritual realm. Um, and so go a little bit into how all of this came about for you. Sure. It was, it's an interesting journey, I have to say. Um, I had been looking to doing something in the healing arts, but I didn't know what. Mm-hmm. And so I was checking out different things. And then I had a medical scare. Okay. And afterwards, I called a friend of mine and said, oh, my God, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he said, come on over. I'm going to offer you Reiki. Mm-hmm. So I went over to his place and he offered me Reiki. And as soon as he did, I knew that was it. That was the thing I had been looking for. So long story short, I studied Reiki and he introduced me to his teacher and I just, it was just, that was it. It was a perfect fit. And during my studies, I believe it was after, it was either after Reiki 2 or advanced practitioner, I got a message in a meditation to stop. I started to practice a little bit and to work on myself and some stuff that I had, some trauma in my life from when I was a kid. So I did a lot of work on myself. So it was mm-hmm. kind of like digging out, dig, dig, dig. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dig it, I'll dig be nice. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and um, during that time, uh, I would say about six months into that, it was I did a lot of it very intensely for many months in a row. And you know, when I needed to take a break, I did. Then I just go back into it. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. I saw my third eye just like whoosh, open up. Yeah, and um, I did a little bit in my in Reiki, but uh, during this inner work, it, I just really expanded, and all of a sudden, I started to channel. And it was like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> I didn't know what was going on, and my teacher didn't know what was going on, and so it was really bizarre. And I would just start getting messages and start channeling to my I think he was my boyfriend he's now my husband at the time Mm -hmm. and we go out to dinner and I'd start channeling so I had no boundaries I had no idea what was going on and so I had to figure it out kind of on my own like wait a minute I just want to go out with my husband right now so you guys leave me alone (laughs) setting those boundaries so important like love you mean it but you got to go now um and so during that time I started channeling and um working with people and I thought you know I love animals I wonder if I could do this with animals so I started to just practice with friends bunnies and cats and dogs and whatever and I just started receiving messages and at that time it was really just soul messages from the animal and then I another gift just happened to um, I just started doing regular animal communication, which is basically heart to heart, soul to soul, mind to mind. It's telepathy, um, animal communication, where I can send a message to the animal and then hear the answers back. And the thing is with animal communication, everybody can do it. It's not, I'm not special, like everybody can do it. Uh, So what happened was uh, my husband and I had a trip planned to Utah and he said, oh my gosh, my friend has some horses. I wonder if he'd let you, you know, work with them. And I thought, oh my God, because I love horses. Yeah. So on the plane ride over there, I said, I really want, I, I kept seeing this one horse. 
So we got there and the guy was really into it. He's like, well, actually I'm having some problems with some of my horses and I want to know what's going on. So he brought them out one by one. And the last horse he brought out was the one I had seen on the plane. Oh, wow. Okay. And um, when I left, I, well, actually, after I talked to the horses, he said, well, actually, I have a dog I really want you to talk to. Can you come and talk to him? So talking <laughs> to all the animals. So I left his place, his uh, farm, and I remember announcing, I am an animal communicator. And when I got back to New York, I thought, you know, maybe I should read a couple of books on this. And so all the books I read on animal communication, and it lists, you know, what to do to do it, I was already intuitively doing. It just yeah. came to me. The thing I want to say about animal communication is that a lot of people know the answer of mm -hmm. what they're asking me. Everybody knows their animal better than anybody else. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times during a conversation with someone, they'll say, oh my God, I had a feeling, you know, whatever. And so I really strongly recommend um, trusting yeah. trusting you your know, intuition trusting what you're feeling because yeah. you know your animal is you know sending you messages all the time and you pretty much know what's going on and sometimes if you don't you know that's a good time to call an animal communicator but and also I really feel honored and privileged to work with animals who are about to transition to spirit yeah uh, people want to know any messages soul messages I you know, I don't, I don't do like, what's my cat's favorite toy? Because you know what your cat's favorite toy is. <laughs> yeah. I like to go. You don't need that know, answer. <laughs> you don't, you know it. So I like to go kind of on a deeper level and, you know, what is my animal's soul messages? Mm -hmm. You know, what are they, what, what do they want to tell me? You know, yeah. uh, and a lot of times we've been connected with them in other lifetimes and not necessarily as animals. Sometimes they're people and they're coming back as animals. I know yeah. that's controversial, but yeah um no because some people say that, that that can't happen but i do believe that and i believe that we do have the ability to like my dogs um for instance we had to actually put our our dog down for well, four years ago one of our puppies mm -hmm. uh well she wasn't a puppy she was 15 years old um and then we got another one a few months later because my daughter was going through some real anxiety and and so this dog is kind of like her her little blanket you know um yeah, yes and so we got this so we got this new new dog and we often call it like our adhd dog because yeah. she is always so hyper like everything mm -hmm. is she's hyped up and she's barking at everything she's a little multi should see so oh, yeah. i think she might have a little dog syndrome but um yeah. <laughs> but, but it's funny because we'll go out and she'll bark at all the big dogs you know she doesn't she doesn't recognize that the dog's really big um so funny <laughs> so she'll bark at it but then if a person comes she won't go anywhere near them she's she's sort of like veers off and I don't know why because we've gotten her from a puppy um mm. but it's kind of it's it's really strange and then our big dog who she's because we've got a staffy cross with a cocker spaniel and oh. yeah and he's he's so gorgeous and he's he's nine years old now and they're like best friends but we have to bring him in at night because he's getting old it gets a bit cold outside so we bring him in yeah. and when we lift him over the over the little fence that we've got to bring him inside she goes nuts 
Like seriously, people would think we were killing her. She's that right. She's that loud. <laughs> and we have to look at her and go, what is going on in your head? We often think that and we go, what's going on here? Is there like some, is there some sort of message? Is this like um, our other dog that's sort of like coming back, giving us messages? Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll see, sometimes I'll see our big dog um, just sitting there and looking into space. And I'll say to yeah. him, I'll say, you can see Rasta, can't you? Because her name was Rasta. You can see her, can't you? You're actually, she's here, right? And I feel her. It's it's yes. strange. It's like, and and maybe because my third eye's open, I get those, I get those feelings. I just know, look, she's oh, she's yeah. around us. Um, so yeah, so it's well, really animals definitely see spirits. Yeah. I mean, sometimes that's why they're acting out, actually. Oh. So if you have an animal who's all of a sudden kind of cray cray. And yeah. they're, you know, they're tracking, they're looking at something and they're like, you know, making weird noises or whatever. It's most ah. likely a spirit that may need to go. Yeah. So you lovingly, you know, if this is for everybody, if that's happening, you know, because not all of them, they don't mean any harm. They're just a little lost and they need a little help to leave. Yeah. And so you can just ask that entity to leave. And I, I remind the animal too, that they can ask the entity to leave and sometimes they say yes but I want my human to help me (laughs) okay so is it normally is it normally like like when you say that it's somebody that needs to leave it's somebody that we know um not necessarily necessarily this cat the other day said there's a large female presence who's very unkind who comes and likes to mess with me when you're sleeping in nighttime and so the animal said, they described, they showed me the room and I just saw this left, the left corner of this person's living room. I said, you, you have a portal there. Yeah. And they're coming in and there's this, oh, and I, I'm getting chills just talking oh, about it. I'm getting chills too. <laughs> she was like kind of cranky. And so I said, you need to sage or, you know, call yeah. her Angel Michael and ask, you know, for her to go and just, you know, you need to go back to where you know you need to be and just ask the angels for assistance and stuff. And they, she left, but um, yeah, they can huh. totally, uh, they can totally see and feel those. And if they don't, if they're not seeing it, they feel it. I mean, you know, wow, animals are okay. like little sponges. And so, you know, sometimes people say to me, how come my dog is so anxious? And they're, and the person is up and down and running around. And can I get you something? And they're, you yeah, know, they can anxious. sense. Yeah, they can sense that. Um, right. Yeah, it's interesting because, yeah, she just, she just goes absolutely nuts. And I, I think it's... Uh, I don't know whether she can sense something with our other dog um, or like you said, whether there's some other spirit there that's kind of, um, that's disturbing her. Um, this is when you're picking her up? No, it's it's like we're picking him up to put him over. Him yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're about to pick her up, but then she's just going absolutely nuts. And she would just, and she jumps up, she jumps up at his face. Because she's so little and he's a bigger dog, she'll jump right, up at him right in. She wants the attention. It's like, 
okay, I'm here, I'm here. You've got to notice me. Um, so she's just she's just got some really weird mannerisms, but she's the cutest little thing you're ever going to see. She's Aww. just absolutely adorable. Um, but yeah, it's just some of the mannerisms are so strange. And so, but when you talk about the spirits and I'm thinking, well, maybe they're, like even my husband said the other day that he was wondering whether there was some spirit in our house because he's woken up and he's actually seen stuff in the room. Oh, I just got my hair yeah. standing up. <laughs> just got to chill down my back. But he's actually he's actually been woken up to um to this this fog going across the room, um and out the window. And so he said the other day, he said, I wonder if there's something like in the house that, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Affirmative. He, he, wasn't, he wasn't sure whether he was dreaming or, but he says, no, I was definitely awake. And it's oh, like, yes. I said, okay. I said, well, there's, there's something that you have to, um, somebody that you have to let go of. There's somebody that has to, has to sort of like move on. Um, so yeah, so it's really interesting. Mm. So I wonder if there is something going on like that, but now, if, if somebody is wanting to, like you said, everybody can communicate with the animals. Yes. Um, but you've got to tap into that intuition. You've got to tap into that feeling. You've got, yes. you've got, to, you've got to be able to, it, is it clairsentience, the, the feeling of, the feeling yeah, well, of something? Well, it's a, it's a multitude of things. But basically, the most important thing is to be quiet. Yeah. So I go through a process before a session. So yeah. I have people send me images of their animal, you know, a couple of days before. Yeah. And before I actually connect with the animal, I meditate. So mm -hmm. I get into a good place. And um, when I connect with the animal, you know, I, I, I basically uh, ask permission if it's okay to talk with them. Yeah. And it's, yes, it's just a, a quiet soul-to-soul -soul communication. And so, yes, if you're working on expanding your intuition, um, figure out which way you get messages. So for me, I, I hear things, I see things, I know things. Um, and expand, keep expanding your intuition and just practice with your animal. And you can ask them to give you a sign mm -hmm. because they wanna work with us. They yeah. want us to know, you know what's going on. And so during that quiet time, I have the back and forth with the animal and then I'll look at <clears throat> the questions a person has sent me, maybe get some information before they contact me, in particular, if the animal has crossed. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, back to, yes, it's a, it's how you receive messages and the animal and spirit. I don't know how it works, but they always make it possible for you to hear, feel, see, know, smell, however you get messages, you'll be able to. And then the trick is to be quiet and listen with your heart. So you know what they're saying back to you. Yeah. So I may ask an animal, please tell me about your past because a lot of people I work with a lot of abused animals. Mm. And so a lot of people want to know about their past. And I don't want to get too specific to traumatize the person, but they might need to know general things like this animal is afraid of tall men that wear hats yeah. because, you know, X, Y, Z happened. And the animal, I'll either get an image like a movie mm -hmm. where they show me um, what happened. 
20 animals stuffed in a little cage and stuff yeah. all around and hoarder, you know, whatever, or, you know, being kicked or, you know, whatever it is, or it doesn't have to be a bad thing. They can also show me, you know, um, another animal that they really love and miss or, so it's, it's almost like a movie. So that's the other thing too, when you wanna communicate or learn how to communicate with your animal is get down in their perspective. You know, what is going on from down there? What yeah. are they seeing? Um, the other thing is because I'm, I'm an empath and a lot of people are, and if <laughs> yeah, you can me too. feel it, right? You can actually, when you're connecting, I can feel physical ailments in yeah. the body of the animal so and i just say as soon as i feel it i'd like to release it thank you so i'm not you know having yeah. a hard you know a bad back all day <laughs> yeah and i think um, that i think that animals they're natural empaths too like oh, because yes. because when when we're sad they will instantly be drawn to you it's it's kind yes. of and you can tell with the look in their with the look in their eyes um that they're they're actually feeling everything that you're feeling Oh, they know. Um, they know instantly. And yeah, and this is why I think our little um, little dog has been so good for my daughter because, you know, when she was going through the, the anxiety, um, like I think that maybe they take a lot of that energy, um, yes. being the empath, that's what we do. And so, yeah, so I think that that's why we'll set, tend to see when we've when we've got animals, they can kind of be our best friends. But we've got to be careful too, because yes. um, because if we're an energy vampire and these dogs are absorbing everything from us, right, right, then we need to be careful how much of that we're actually sending across to them. Exactly, and you can clear their energy field yeah. as well. Just it's important like, to clear um, their energy do with him exactly and. You know, it's, it's uh, along those lines, whatever you're saying, if you're saying something, but you're acting differently than what you're saying, yeah. they're tuning into how you're acting. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and also the, uh, something else, I don't know, it just came to me to, to tell people always concentrate, um, think about visualize if you can, if you can't visualize, don't worry about it, but just think about the behaviors that you love. Always talk about the yeah. behaviors that you love because Not the ones you don't, don't like. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know the difference sometimes like between no, I don't. So for example, there was a dog who was pooping next to his bed and he did it a couple of times because he was sick. Yeah. And then um, the uh, guardian was going to work. It's like a 45 minute drive. And every day coming home, he's thinking, oh God, did he poop next to the bed? I hope he didn't poop next to the bed. I hope I don't get home and find poop next to the bed. So he gets home and guess what? The dog poops next of to the course bed. You, of course you attract what you put out. Well, he's think, he's hearing poop next. He's yeah. not hearing. I wonder, you know, don't. But so that's how our subconscious mind works too. So theirs works exactly right. the same way. Yeah. Right. So he, the, when the guy finally uh, said, "Um, so it makes me so happy when you go outside." The dog went outside. So it makes me happy when you leave Fluffy alone and walk by Fluffy and imagine the other cat or the dog walking by Fluffy. You know. So you always and um, if you're going for a walk and your dog is anxious, make sure you are in a grounded, yeah. good place because that energy is coming from you, your heart, down your arm, your hand to the leash to the dog. 
Mm-hmm. And so if you're like, we're going to have a good walk today, you're going to go by, you know, Ralphie, who's giving you, you know, just yeah, get in that good place first. And then that's what they're going to respond to. Exactly. And, and I have noticed that, like, if you, if you're say going past a dog and, and you're worried about whether that dog's going to attack you or whatever it is, um, if you're anxious then the dogs will start to get anxious. And they'll start yes. to maybe growl or or whatever or, you know, get scared away or whatever it is. So it is important because they pick up on our feelings. As 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 we said, natural empaths, they'll pick yes. up on exactly how we feel. And so we have to be careful about what we're transmitting Absolutely. Um, to them. So yes. well, that's, that's so interesting. And that sounds like a really cool job. Yeah, I, mean, I, I have love to say, it. I mean, so, you know what I have to say too is that animals are hysterical. Like... There's so many times that the person and I are just cracking up. So for example, the other day we were talking, I was talking to this cat and the cat was being very specific. I really wish you didn't play with me with this thing. I don't like this thing. Please play with me with this toy and da, da, da. And then the cat said, and by the way, tell the man, meaning the lady's husband yeah. that he needs a new toy too because he's so serious and he thinks so much he needs to <laughs> he needs a new toy <laughs> and the lady's cracking up and she's like well that's true he does think too much <laughs> the cat's like that that man is thinking too much in its brain part <laughs> oh, that's then i have a dog say once uh tell him he's a good boy because <laughs> to the person <laughs> Because that's what they tell the dog all the time. You're a good boy. <laughs> oh, no. So it's just so funny. So when you hear these messages, um, <laughs> is it kind of like, you know, when you're channeling and you channel the spiritual realm, is it kind of like the, the voices that you hear with that? Or is it a feeling? Or like, how does it feel when you're actually communicating these messages? So it's a... I, Okay, so I, I get the messages in different ways, but when I'm just doing that heart to heart, mind to mind, I hear or I see the image, like I said, like a movie of yeah. what they're telling me. So sometimes I'm not hearing a voice, I'm just seeing everything. Seeing the movie, yeah. Me. Right. Okay. And then sometimes I do hear, you know, tell the man to get a new toy, you know, <laughs> <laughs> because he needs to play more. And then sometimes, um, in addition to the connection with the animal, I connect with the animal spirit guide. So just like people, how we have that crew mm. around us, so do animals. Yeah. And so uh, in addition, so for example, the animal might not know, you know, if I want homeopathy or, you know, I don't medically diagnose, I'm not legally yeah. able to do that. But uh, I do get messages like, we feel he may be allergic to chicken. You know, okay. talk to the vet and see, you know, it's always, always talk to the vet, talk to a professional. Um, but I do get messages that al- the other day, this animal just had was sneezing and stuff. And the, um, and I said, check with the vet, do um, some allergy testing, because I kept getting that this dog has major allergies and to mm. wipe its paws when it's coming in, you know, wipe it down. So it's not bringing the stuff that it's allergic to from outside to inside. Yeah. Uh, so it's a combination really, hmm. you know, it's more, it's not just a one way that I'm receiving it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the dialogue and um, 
the connection with their guides and the visuals and the feelings. So I might yeah. ask them, do you feel bad anywhere in your body? Or do you mind if I offer you some Reiki so I can feel, you know, your body? And sometimes animals were funny and like, I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> I've got attitude them what it is. And they say, no, I want to be alert. And I think I might get relaxed if you do that. And I don't want to be relaxed. I, I need to protect my humans. Like, okay. okay. So then I ask if it's okay if I just scan their body with no energy work, yeah. just so I can tell their person if they're in pain somewhere. And then yeah. they agree to that. Yeah. And then animals who have been abused, I basically say, you are in total control. I can lower my energy and raise yours and we can try it. And if you don't like it, We'll just stop immediately. It, you lead me. And yeah. So they like that because then they feel they've safe got control. They have, yeah. Exactly. And you know what? The animal's my client, not the yeah. person. No, so if that's the right. person saying, I want them to get Reiki. But if the animal doesn't, I'm going to respect the animal, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, because it's the animal that you're working on. So right. for those that don't know, let's let's just go a little bit into what Reiki is because there may be people yes. out there who are not quite sure about how it works, whether you're talking about on animals or on humans. Can you go just a little bit into what Reiki actually is? Sure. Ray is universal life force energy. That's all love out in the world. Mm -hmm. And Ki is your own chi prana energy system. And the Reiki practitioner is the vessel, basically, that brings that love energy from them to you. And you do your own healing. Yeah. And you take in as much or as little of that Reiki energy that your body's ready to receive at that moment. So the Reiki practitioners are not healing you. You are actually healing yourself. Yeah. And so it's a, um, you know, I work with people that are, I've worked in many different environments and it's really kind of fascinating. I mean, I worked on after 9-11, I worked on people at a, um, a healing center. It was people that had lost family in the towers when I yeah. lived in New York. I'm in California now. And um, I worked on, you know, firemen with equipment on and stuff and they were like I don't know what that was but that was good <laughs> you know so <laughs> I feel kind of relaxed um and it's interesting because children can be very very open to it and they can say I saw grandma blah 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 who mm. may have passed so you know children can are who are still open who haven't been conditioned to close that down yeah yet. that's the that's the problem is the conditioning isn't it you know yeah, when we're definitely. told when we're told we're crazy because we see this or we're crazy because we feel this then it blocks right. us and then we don't open up to it until you're 30 years later and you go oh maybe there is something to this right. going on. <laughs> it's like forget that yeah. close it down i don't like um, that old way <laughs> Right. Yeah. So Reiki is so beautiful because it's yeah. really, it's just love. It's, yeah. The energy is love. And um, some animals, like my cat used to like to be around in the Reiki room, but mm -hmm. he didn't like Reiki you know, himself. Really sensitive. So a lot of animals are very sensitive to it and it's just way too much for them. Yeah. They don't mind being kind of around it. Um, but sometimes even that's like, okay, I'm out of here. You know, he might stay around for about 
15 minutes, maybe 10. And it's like, yeah, thanks. Bye. And yeah. he'll, you know, he would exit, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just a beautiful heart centered modality. And again, the beautiful thing about it, I remember the first time I offered Reiki to my first Reiki teacher and I was so nervous. I was like, Oh my God, I hope I do this right. And did it. And she's like, Sue, get your ego out of the way. This has nothing to do with you. You're yeah. just bringing it in and giving it to me. I was like, oh, right. <laughs> you got told. <laughs> right and it's it's so true though because it has nothing to do with me yeah the thing that I do do because it is my living um I am careful as to what I put into my body because yeah. I like to keep my my body my channel, yeah as clear as possible of junk yeah so mm -hmm. you know the more stuff you're putting in your body that clogs up the system like, I just feel like not as um, clear. Yeah, basically. yeah, absolutely. Really, and, and, that's, and that's the thing, if, especially if you're looking at becoming a channeler or you're looking at wanting to really connect. I mean, my, my purpose here is connection to the higher self. That's, that's, my, that's why I believe I was put here. Connection in general, yes. um, which is why I try to connect people through podcasts and, and everything else. Um, but in order to do that, you've got to have that open channel. And exactly. so it's really important. And I find even periods of fasting really helps in that regard to really opening that up. And oh, absolutely. So I think that, um, yeah, I think that's a really important point to make, especially if that's something that you're wanting to become involved in. If you're wanting to start to really hear the messages of, of your animals and stuff, be really conscious right. and, of that sort of thing. Definitely. And meditation too. I have to mm. put a plug in for meditation. And when I say meditation, some people automatically go. Shoot. And so I, I want to tell people <laughs> that there are many ways to meditate. Because when I first started, I thought it was just, you know, sitting, oming, which if that's what you do, that's amazing. That's great. There's but there's lots of guided meditations. And, there's guided yeah. meditations. There's also moving meditation where just walking, walking meditations yep right and being present everybody that's the key that, that's what meditation is it's just being present yeah. breathe be present acknowledge the tree the sky the rocks the grass the whatever all of your environment and appreciate being and appreciate think it and that's you know tai chi qigong there's so many forms of meditation that yeah. find the one that resonates with your body actually our cat he was amazing. My husband and I would meditate in the morning. Yeah. And the cat would come. Animals loved to meditate, actually. Oh, okay. So we think and they're sleeping. They're probably actually meditating. Yeah. So he used to come and sit next to me. And then he'd get up and he'd sit next to my husband. And then we just all three meditate together. And then sometimes we were a little late. He would come around and stand in the spot like, Mom, um, is it meditation time? <laughs> and um, speaking of meditation, this is fascinating. Actually, I think you, um, I think you may, maybe you know this already, but when animals are in pain and mm -hmm. they're they're maybe ready to transition, they meditate to remove themselves from physical pain. Yeah. So they actually can astrally travel. So a lot of animals would say, you know, 
I'm in and out of my body. Yeah. And so I, it's so beautiful. And it's, it's important for people to know too, that they do this because for us, it just looks like, oh my gosh, you know, I can't believe they're still here and this must be terrible. They can actually remove themselves from physical pain and they come back in. They're not really ready to cross yet. So they kind of come in. So oh. if you see your animal. And you think that they're maybe, in pain. Yeah. Mm. Um, if you see your animal with their eyes not really wide open, but not closed, they're kind of open a little bit. That's what they're doing. Ah, yeah. Because my because my dog you know, my dog used to do that not long before she passed. Oh, interesting. And I yeah, mean, not, I'm not saying they don't feel pain because yeah. obviously they do, but they can lessen those times yeah. by being in and out. It's pretty fascinating. To yeah, me. very fascinating. Um, Okay, that's a really cool. That's a really cool point. So, so do you do most of your work at the moment with animals? Do you still do your spirit channeling and that sort of stuff as well? Yes, uh, I do. Basically, right now I'm doing everything remote. Yep. So, um, all my New York uh, Reiki clients, we still work together over the phone. Okay. So I do what I call Reiki Extra, which is I work with obviously Reiki, any other energy work that comes up. Mm. I work with crystals. So before each session, I pick which crystals want to help that person yep. and put it all next to me. I take a picture of it, send it to everybody. And then during the session, I walk people through, you know, what I'm doing, what I'm seeing and all that stuff. Um, if there's a cord that might be cut or I see a past life that's ready to be removed, always asking permission, always having them protected. I write down any channel messages for their healing. It's different than a reading. Yeah. So I do that. And then I do, I guess you could call them readings. Um, basically, I channel messages directly from the person's and my spirit guides to answer whatever questions. I don't predict the future. Yeah. We just talk about, you know, whatever may be blocking them from true love or is it for my highest and best interest to whatever, if they have questions on energy or how they can expand their intuition. I mean, whatever topic, nothing's yeah. too small, nothing's too big. And then I do the animal communication as well. So the three different wow. modalities. Yeah, no, that's, which that's is awesome. fun. It is it's fun. So fun. It is like fun. I could channel guides in the morning and then talk to, <laughs> you know, Ralphie the cat later. And, you know, it's just, you're living it's the life, so you're living the life. Oh, it's, and, and so, which, um, so in terms of the guides, do you deal mostly with people's spirit guides or do you deal with the ascended masters? What's your sort of, yeah, whoever see well, some people's spirit guides are ascended. They're masters, ascended masters, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And what I find interesting is the different energies that come in yeah. depending on who is channeling, who I'm channeling. So for example, the other day I was working with this woman and I just almost started crying because the energy was so huge and I saw this blue light and as soon as I see a blue light like this and I feel like that mother Mary was mother Mary yeah mother Mary was that person's guide and I was like oh I, I, I. <laughs> and so but I always ask for the when I'm working I say please I ask all the guides animals and ancestors of the highest order only yeah. Yeah. All of the mm -hmm. person's councils of light light beings of the highest order only please come in. So so no riffraff is allowed. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> I say a few 
few prayers before that. So it's it's their guides and sometimes, you know, angels will come in and that's a whole nother energy as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty powerful. Yeah. yeah. And I'm always starving, you know, if I'm channeling for about an hour when I'm done, I'm starving. I don't know what <laughs> I have to eat like stat um anyway uh so yeah it's a it's a combination and i also call in my guides animals and answers of the highest order so sometimes i'm getting they're suggesting something as well in addition to the persons okay okay yeah yeah Yeah, it's it's interesting and and i love i love the channeling i've done many i've done many podcast episodes with channelers that um you know that bring people through and it's it's quite fascinating so um but even with even with the channeling I think that most people can do it um but you have to be very open and your third eye's got to be very open and your crown chakra's got to be very open and in fact all the chakras have to be open for for you to channel properly but particularly those two chakras um but yeah, it is, it is fascinating once you, you know, even when I'm channeling the higher self, it's, it's quite a, quite a fantastic experience. You know, I often say, I often say, oh, I got another download. I got another download. That's what right. I call it. Another <laughs> download. And now my collaborators go, cool. She's got another download. We're swapping <laughs> tactics again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because I was told, like, I got a rap over the knuckles the other day from my higher self just saying, sweetie you're pushing yourself too much time to just Mm. time to just um you know to calm down a little bit and I went okay I get what you mean I'd been setting myself too many deadlines and and I was getting myself stressed out over it and it was like don't do that don't do that you don't need to stress and it's all in divine timing and it'll all happen when it's meant to happen and um and so yes I I got a bit of a wrap over knuckles but it's okay because then I I just managed to sort stuff out so it was it was good and and that's the thing if you if you have faith and you trust then and you know that you know you're always looked after and this is what these ascended masters and and all these people that you're channeling will say to you exactly no need for fear no not at all and that that will block your intuition yeah so if you're working from fear instead of trust slash faith fact slash love yeah um that will be a a blocker and for some reason they're they're being really funny i'm getting a little the fairies are saying hey don't forget us because (laughs) the fairies will come in and say you're all very serious too much and we want you to be lighthearted the animals say that too all the animals think we well first of all they all think we're too serious at home oh yeah they think we should be at home 24 7 sitting on the ground uh playing with them and feeding them 24 7 like if they had their way (laughs) they wouldn't they wouldn't want us working um but anyway yeah the fairies come in a lot to remind people to play and the dolphins do too i get a lot of i love the dolphins dolphins that come in and they're just they're so playful and amazing yeah i i always always believe that the dolphins are like my spirit animal because I've always oh, had a connection with them. They're just so beautiful um, yeah. and so graceful and, you know, and playful. And that's yes. they're so playful. And it's and so I think that um, yeah, I think that's quite that's quite amazing. And and I think that you have an incredible life of being able to do this every day, <laughs> I tell you. 
<laughs> I, I have to say, I, I feel very honored. I'm very blessed. And it's just so, uh, you know, I just learn so much all the time Yeah. Uh, from, you know, the animals. They're just, they're just amazing. So I just so want do to you say work with... for the animals. Yep. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say you work with all animals then. All animals. All animals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite, I have to say, when I was doing that show in London, they had a sloth. Oh, and, <laughs> oh my God. She was amazing. <gasps> she was just so beautiful. Anyway, so <laughs> the animals, I just want to put a plug in for them that you um, feed them quality food. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Just like us. You know, and it's interesting when you're transitioning an animal, perhaps you've adopted and they're eating, you know, not that great food, you know, just put a tiny bit in of the good one and then each day increase that because it's kind of like going from having a a cheeseburger and French fries and a chocolate shake to a salad. Yeah. The animal's like, "Uh, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) This tastes like rubbish. (laughs) Yeah. But the food affects um, their behavior. So yeah. a lot of times it's like, what's wrong with the, you know, it's because they're eating crappy food. Yeah. Um, the other thing is exercise, exercise, exercise your animal. And sometimes the animals that are really smart, they need mental stimulation. So in addition to the physical ex- exercise, they also need to exercise their brain. Yeah. So if you have a very, very intelligent animal, make sure that they're figuring things out. You know, they have different toys for, you know, different species yeah. to help them figure things out Yeah. because they like to do that. Uh, a lot of times uh, behavioral issues are from lack of exercise and, and boredom you know, sometimes. Bad food. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, you know, especially for- my- yeah, especially if they're out at work all day and then, yes. you know, they come home and then the, I mean, I I know people and they never exercise their dog and I'm like, that's so sad. Like we, my husband and I, no matter what, every day our dogs have got to go out for, we could get home from work at nine o'clock at night and we're out taking them for a walk because, you know, I mean, we've got a big backyard. They've got plenty of space to run around. But it's that stimulation with the outside environment and yes. with other dogs or other people or whatever, which is really important for them. I mean, we would go nuts Absolutely. if we didn't have it. Absolutely. And sometimes yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, I put them out in the yard. But, you know, sometimes they're not going to exercise themselves. <laughs> they need us to run with them and do stuff, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, wow. so it's, just, it's really important. And the last thing, too, yep. is teeth health. Mm-hmm. So when the animal's teeth are healthy, their gut is healthy. Yeah. So it's really important to have your animal's teeth checked. And I know in some places they do, um, they can do surgery without putting them down because that can be very um, terrifying if your animal is a little older and you don't want to put them under. Yeah. Uh, I know that in some places they do like a semi thing. I don't really know yeah. all about that where they can do the teeth work, the dental work without okay. putting them down. Okay. So it's okay. So really check, important. If, check the teeth. Yeah, check, check the teeth. Definitely check the yeah. teeth. Yeah. yeah we, we, we try as good as we can to brush their teeth and it's not always easy because our big dog hates it <laughs> with yeah. a passion. Um, <laughs> but it's, um, yeah. And, and also be careful with, with some of the stuff that you feed them. I remember our, I remember our little dog that we had to, put down she loved blueberries 
that was her favorite thing and when we'd give her blueberries um like in summertime she'd have the frozen ones and we just give her a bowl of blueberries and then she'd come out and she'd have four blue all around her mouth. <laughs> That's hysterical. Yeah. And, and she used to love it. And it's like, and our, you know, I mean, we try to give um, variety to our dogs. Um, and then we've got some little guinea pigs. We got Aww. three little guinea pigs and they Aww. were my daughters, but I've kind of taken them over because she's kind of given up. So, um, and so I kind of, um, you know, I alternate um, grains with lots of veggies and, and all that sort of stuff as well. But, um, yeah, they're absolutely That's adorable. Good. They're, they're That's adorable. really good because, you know, yeah. they, some animals tell me, imagine if you had the same thing every day. Well, I was feeling so bad and I'm like, you know, I would get so bored of just the same right. thing. So, so, like, I'll give them for their stimulation um i'll give them like carrots and then i'll like shove it through the cage so that they can sort of like play with it and they can um gnaw at the whole carrot and and then i give them like superfood mixes with different um greens and and corn nice. they love corn they love corn um and so they have kind of a variety and then i'll give them some grains for their you know digestion or sort of rubbish or as much as i don't like grains too much but um but i was finding when i was giving them just vegetables um they were losing weight and so i needed something to sort of like keep some bulk up because they were like one was getting so skinny and so I started giving them his hay, hay and stuff again and, and he picked back up again. So Oh great, yeah. Yeah. So um but they're they're I'm just absolutely getting a message. I'm hearing um is it pre or pro? Prebiotics, prebiotics, prebiotics. Okay. I just keep hearing Ooh, I just get chills. Yeah. Okay, I'll look into that. Um yeah, yeah so but they they're such funny creatures though. They're they are so, <laughs> they're so funny and you know it's I mean they are messy you have to clean their cages a lot um but it's kind of like they're just so adorable like I was like oh you know um it was taking a lot of my time you know and then I was going to give them away and I went I can't I've fallen in love with them they're just like Aww, they're so adorable. Yeah. They, they look at you and they just like you know you're just like I need to give you a cuddle like, yes. okay let <laughs> yeah. me just, let me just kiss you now yeah so so cute anyway this has been really really interesting and I've absolutely loved it and awesome. before we do go can you let people know how they can get in touch with you and um and all of those wonderful sure. details sure uh you can just shoot me an email I'm at reiki sue that's r-e-i-k-i-s-u-e at gmail if you want to go to my website it's sue pike energy that's p-i-k-e dot com and i'm on instagram which i post a lot of animals on my instagram so nice i'll have to look at that <laughs> it's uh sue pike energy is my instagram and sue animal talker is my twitter wonderful so, so go ahead over. there go ahead there and and send her an email or look at her website yeah. she does have a pretty cool website i uh, went and had a look at it um yesterday so um take a look and thank you so much for being with us today so i've really enjoyed it thank you so much jen and thank you again <laughs>